Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. So we are starting a brand new series at the start of this brand new year called Love Dares You and I cannot take credit for the strap line because that was Cy and Cy can't take credit for the strap line because apparently the Queen's song. So um, <laughs> someone takes credit for it somewhere but it's cool anyway. Okay, Love Dares You and that, that, that is the kind of fundamental focus of this year ahead of Love Dares You. Um, I'm going to start with a quote and Luke's very excited. This is not the bit to be excited about. Okay? This is the last one to leave you on for about 10 minutes. Okay? Um, but here's a quote from a film, all the same, just not Harry Potter. Um, and it says this, it's a very famous quote. Um, it's like all the great stories, Mr. Brodo, the ones that really mattered, full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't know, or didn't, didn't want to know what the end was going to be. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go to, back to the way it was before when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it will shine out all the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, and they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. I love that quote. It's a the time. But I think it, it, it's apt. Because I think 2016 was a challenging year. It was yeah, I think it was difficult nationally, I think it was difficult internationally, I think it was probably difficult personally, because I think it was so riddled with fear. I think there were lots of things that happened, but I think the sometimes the unseen stuff was the more dangerous stuff. The unseen things, the, the kind of, yes, there was stuff to do with Brexit, yes, there was stuff to do with Donald Trump getting become president, yes, there was stuff to do with policies that and, and, and decisions were made, and yes, there was stuff to do in like in local lives and in personal lives and whatever it may be, but in amongst all that, it was this kind of fear that kind of permeated and filtered into everything, that the people were scared. And when that happens, if we and I, I know for myself, if I don't make a stand against that, I end up becoming influenced by it without even realising it. And it starts to affect the way that I think, and it starts to affect the decisions that I make, and that's what makes, in my mind, what made 2016 feel difficult, because it was like this constant press of, anxiety, of worry, of fear, of kind of just this thing of like, oh, this is hard, this is tough. However, saying that, I want to just go through some things. It was tough, it was a difficult year, lots of things, but as a community, this is some of the things that happened last year. Um, and this is in no particular order, and I have forgotten things on here, so I do apologise for that. Um, we, as a community, did at least, at least, and I think this must be too few, um, 576 hampers, and I actually think it's more than 576. That's kind of quick math. Okay, 576 hampers. Then when each of those hampers probably had about eight items, and I'm not going to do the math on that. That's a lot of items, okay, uh, which is fantastic to give to people who carry the hope and stuff. Um, we did 15 Christmas hampers, and again, they were probably about 30, 40 quid each, aren't they? That, that again is fantastic for involving that. Um, we did. Um, a Love Wide event that women went for the first time and had some of the feedback from that event about women saying that I was closer to suicide, is that right? Yeah. I was closer to suicide but came along and now I feel like I've got hope for living again, um, which is that's all we did last year, that's absolutely fantastic. Um, we also did nine Jesus Hope events 
um, and we're able to bless families and, and um, some of the homeless guys came along to that. Um, able to, we met you. Uh, one of the Jesus Hope events and Jesus had his life transformed, turned around, had his fiance come back across, and it's been such a blessing to us, and so that, that's amazing. Um, we've had people with migraines healed, we've had toes healed, um, we've done Christmas carols events, Lydia's nephew's breathing um, didn't just get better but improved and disappeared, didn't the problems behind his breathing, um, which is fantastic. We were involved in Radio Plus and made some connections with that. We've done um, kind of a youth group with around about 20 kids coming along to that. Um, leaders had a registration for being a social worker. I've got a new job. Did you get a new job last year, 2016? When you started it? I started in 2016. Yeah, I thought Luke's got a new job. Susie's got a new job. Um, Lizzie's sister, Matt's got a new job. <laughs> Matt's got a new job. Um, Lizzie's sister had. Um, was in a coma and in critical condition and we saw we, we prayed and saw her come out of the coma and then back home again. Um, there's also some other things I forgot. We've, we've been involved in God's coffee shop, we've been involved with kind of homeless guys there and we've to support that and be involved in that. So that is just literally this morning me going through things and moving that. But that in amongst a difficult year is what, what's happened, which is very cool. Healing. People's lives people's walk hope people kind of provided for physically and spiritually, emotionally, in every single way, that's good. And that is the kind of things that when we're on a journey that we kind of say, that, that's good, because we forget it. Some of those things I forgot, I, and I, I completely forgot half of those things, and I was like, man, but I wrote it down, and I'd encourage all of us just to write it down this year, because we do forget, it just slips. Like, some of I can remember whether it was this year or like a year, two years ago, and it's kind of because it drifts in, in memory, but it's like that, that's amazing. And I think, the interesting thing for me is I think 2017 is going to be a year where I want it to be, not a year where fear dictates. Not where a year where I think, oh, I'm worried about that, or I don't like that, or just that, that kind of anxiety is attached to things, but, but a year where love dictates. And I, I was praying at the start of 2017, and I really feel that, I said, God, I want, I want to receive, I want to experience, I want to know, I want to be filled with, I want to be motivated by your love like never before. I don't, I don't want fear to dictate and motivate anymore. Even in the things that look good, but I can be motivated by fear to do something that looks good. Mm. Because if I do that, it makes me look good. If I do that, yeah. I feel better about myself. But there's still fear being the motivating factor. And I said, God, I don't want to be motivated by fear anymore. I want to be motivated by, by love. And I sat there and go, God, I don't, I don't even know how sometimes. I don't know how that's going to change. He just said to me, really quiet, he just said, look, just trust me to do it. And he said, all I want to do is change the way you speak, which is why it's so powerful what you sang this morning, because my declaration for myself this year, which is a community this year, is that, that I am going to live a life, and we're going to live a life that's compelled by love and free from fear. Mm-hmm. That for me, I have no idea, I have no idea how, how, how that's going to happen in my heart and in my mind, mm-hmm. but that's going to happen. That, that, that we are not, that I am not going to be someone that is driven by fear and free from love, but someone that is compelled by love, motivated by love and free from fear. And that kind of life being one that, that was demonstrated. Um, um, but for me, I want 2017, I want it to be a year when I'm like Neville Longbottom. Okay. Um, um, you can tell what I, watch, what I watched on the Uzi. Um, because it really hit me. Because Never Long Walk through the Harry Potter films is not necessarily the most aspiring character. I, mean, I want to be like Never Long Bottom. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
because he's just not, he's clumsy, he's going to make mistakes, he's made fun of, etc, etc, etc. But it's the beauty of her writing, I suppose, but also the beauty of the story, that, that at the end, he is the one who stands up to evil. Yeah. And, he, and he laughed at that. He laughed at by evil. He's told by his friends to not. Yeah. But he stands up anyway. And for me, this year, if I can be that, if we can be that, where we stand up and we go, this is what we're doing. And you may laugh at us. You may tell us not to do it, but I'm going to stand up anyway. And I may have been ridiculed in the past, but actually I've caught something. Like Samwise Gandhi said, I've caught something because <coughs> I saw something. And I think for us, we, we've caught something. We've, we've caught something of the heart of God about let's be a community that just loves people. Mm-hmm. Not in the way that we think we should, but in the way that we can. In every opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is what this year is going to be. People that, that where we act and we do, we're so motivated by them. We just stand in the face of evil and go, I'm going to stand here. Mm-hmm. Whether anyone else does, I'm going to stand here. And we're going to see something happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to see something change. 2017, the year of Neville Longbottom, <laughs> the year of love daring you, that it is a series we're starting with, but for me it's a motto for the year, for me it's like the song you sang, it, it, it is this idea that, that we're free from fear, compelled by love, that, that we're in a year where I'm going to be dared by love, not kind of doing stuff because I'm scared or doing stuff because I'm anxious or it makes me look good, but I'm going to do stuff because I'm motivated by love and it's going to dare me, it's going to push me out of my comfort zone, which is the challenge of us, it's going to push us out of comfort zone, push us into areas where we feel it's uncomfortable, but we're not doing it because we're scared, it because I'm, I'm motivated by love. Mm. And love dares you, for me, it's going to be the motto of the year, it's going to kind of defines our year. And I want to take a few minutes, and I'm really not going to be long, because I want us to, to have that message again and again, but just go to Isaiah 58. Never long bottom dead. He caught something and he dared to do it. Now as I forget, we spent a lot of time looking at that last year, something that's part of our DNA, something that's part of who who we are. And I'm just going to summarise part of it and we're going to come out to a couple of verses in a minute. But the idea of Isaiah 58 being that God doesn't want us to do a fast, just religious, he doesn't want us to do something that's just religious for the sake of doing it. Again, that's something that's motivated by fear. I do these things to make me look good, or I do these things because it's my religious duty. Because yeah. that's not what I want you to do. I don't, I don't want you to conduct life like that. I don't want you to conduct life that's separate from me, or do things that make us think we control God. Mm-hmm. Because there is sometimes a subtlety in the fact that if I pray a certain way, or if I do a certain thing, then God has to respond. Mm-hmm. And there's an element of like, I, therefore I control God. I do this and he has to respond. Mm-hmm. That's n- nothing bad than the truth. God is not controlled. We don't control him. He's all about relationship. And therefore we invite him in. And he comes. I'm so grateful that he comes and he impacts and he invites and he involves himself. But as I've yet been about freedom from that idea of religious duty, freedom from the idea of just what that kind of pride and arrogance makes me look good. Mm-hmm. Saying, look, this is what I want to do. This is the life I want to do. In verse... Um, six, it says this, Is this not the fast I've chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and to bring, your ha- bring into your house the poor who are cast out? And when you see the naked, to clothe them, and not hide yourself from your own flesh, your own family? 
Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall be go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. And then you shall call. And the Lord will answer you. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from the midst. The, the pointing the finger and the speaking of wickedness. If you extend your soul to the hungry. And satisfy the afflicted soul. Then your light shall dawn in the darkness. And your darkness shall be as noonday. And this idea that as we, have, as we have been involved with Carol's Hope, been involved with God's Coffee Shop, been involved in doing Jesus' Hope, and all those other things we've been involved in, that is doing that. That is, as we talked about, being a church in the dirt, that does with people in their circumstances, being with people in their fear, in their anxiety, being with each other in those spaces and saying, look, we're not going anywhere. We're here. Being Neville Longbottom and saying, look, in the face of all that, I'm standing here and I'm not going anywhere. I'm with you, I'm here with you, and I'm staying with you. Mm. And that's what he wants. That, that's what he's calling us to, to be people that go like, right, I'm here. I'm here, mm. and it's, it's, it, it can be scary. I'm here, and it can be daunting. I'm here, and it can be uncomfortable, but I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm here in the face of that. I'm here between that and you. I'll, I will defend mm. those people, the, the poor, the homeless, the, the mistreated, the ones who are being misrepresented, or, or the ones who have made mistakes themselves mm. and, and are then being criticised by whoever it may be, that we stand in the space between, we go, okay, well, we're here, we're not going anywhere. Mm. You're scared, you don't know what to do, you're worried, you're downtrodden, whatever it may be, and we're here, mm. we're here. Um, me, that is who we are as a community. So we go into those spaces and we go, we want to be the expression of hope. We want to be the expression of the Father's heart. We, we want to be the expression of God in this space. In whatever way that may be, we'll be the expression of God in those spaces. And be the, the kind of ones that we're here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. The amazing thing as well is we talk about light dawning in those spaces. In the same way that, 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 that Samwise Gandhi said that when the light dawns, it shines all the brighter. That in those spaces that are dark, in those spaces that are kind of scary, that when we come and we do this, it's like light dawns. Mm. In those moments, light dawns, and suddenly it brings freedom, and fear dissipates, and darkness dissipates, and it mm. disappears, and freedom is found, and hope is found, and peace is found, and love is found. You just go to a couple of chapters, though, put the page over, go to Isaiah 60. So we've done those things. And my challenge to you and myself massively this year is that love dares us. Love dares us to go again. Love dares us in the face of some difficulties last year, in the face of some challenges last year. Love dares us to go again. Love dares us to not just go again and repeat, but love dares us to step it up again. Though the areas where we kind of have become comfortable in this sense, I'm daring you to go further. I'm daring you to step out even more. And what I want to really kind of clarify this morning is that, that love daring us is not. It's not because I want some sense of identity. That love dares me to do that and then I'll be good. Or love dares me to do that and then I'll be free. Or love dares me to do that and then everything will be great. It's not because um, I do it because I'm scared. If I don't do this, then people will look down on me. If I don't do this, then, then, then people will think I'm not a real Christian. If I don't do this, then people will think I'm no good. Or it's not because um, love dares me because if I don't follow the angles, or love dares me because then God will love me more. Um, or whatever it may be. But this is love dares me because he loves me already. Mm-hmm. This is love dares me because I am, my identity is in him already. 
this is love dares me because I've experienced and known his love like never before and therefore I just step out and do it even more it's not from a foundation of that's shaking it's not from a place that's in surface it's from a place that's in love I know you love me God yeah. I know you've chosen me yeah. I know you've given me an identity I know that I'm in you and from that space I dare to step out yeah. Susie had a dream a few nights ago and I'm ready to my story which one but she was dreaming that, that she was kind of climbing up the wall, is that right? Yeah. Climbing up the wall. And um, partway up this wall, like the, the kind of the wall turned into like ice, and so she was trying to climb up on it, and obviously with the ice they were just slipping back down again. And God spoke to her and said that it's not about reaching for something that gives some sense of that that you don't know, that you're trying to grasp hold of something that you can't get hold of and keep slipping back down. It says it's about realizing you go from a place that you're secure. You go from what you know. So the idea is that I'm going to dare to step out this year, but I'm not doing it to try and grasp hold of something that I think is out there. I'm doing it from a place that I know God is good. Mm. I know he's for me. I know he loves me. And from that space, I step out. From that space, I go forward. Because when we try and grab hold of something that we think is out there, it's going to be kind of our security. I'll, I'll, st- I'll go out and it'll be my security. I'll get a, a fresh identity. I'll become someone that everyone aspires to be, or, or I'll suddenly be more in favor with God or whatever it may be. That's like the ice. Mm. It's like it's just slippy, and we're just constantly scrambling to try and get some kind of foothold. When we go from that place that is secure, I know God, you're good. I may not have answers for every single question that's out there. I may not know everything and where everything's not gone the way I thought it should do, but I know you're good. Yeah. I may not have prayed for, seen every person I pray for get healed, but I know you're good, mm-hmm. and I know you're healed. I may not have had the things to work the way I want to do, but I know you're good, and I know you love me, and I know you've chosen me, and I know you've called me. And then from that place of security, we step out. From that place of knowing those things, we step out. Even in our questions and stuff, we go from what we know. It's like, what do I know? I know this, and if I'm just going to step from that point there. And it may not be making up the best in the world, I may not be the most aspired person in the world, or whatever it may be, but I'm going to step from there anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. Because Isaiah 60 says this, Isaiah 60 verse 1, and this, in a nutshell, encapsulates, for me, love dares you. It says this, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Arise, shine, for your light has come. It doesn't say, Arise, shine, and then your light will come. It doesn't say, Get up, do something, and then you'll get identity. It doesn't say, Get up, do something, and then God will love you. It doesn't say, get up, do something, and then you'll shine. It doesn't say, get up, do something, and then everything will be great. It says, get up, do something, because yeah. it's already come. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's already good. there. And sometimes I don't feel that. And we don't feel that. But that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes getting up and okay, that becomes something I just rely on. God, you said, arise, shine, because my light's come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to step out and do it anyway. And love daring me, and it's challenging me to say, okay, step out in this, step out in this. For every single one of us in this room, it will be a different thing, and we'll talk about that more next week. But the point of this year, that arise, shine, get up, do something, because light's already come. Because you already have what's in, what's in you. Jesus is already there. What's in you is already there to shine. We're not doing it to bless We're not doing it to attain, attain something. We're doing it from a place of security, a place of knowing. He already loves me. 
My identity is already in him. Light's already in me. Gain something, and that breaks fear. Because fear goes, do this, and then everything will be okay. Do this, and then everything will be right. Do this, and then people will say good things about you. That's what fear is. It's constantly do, 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 and then <coughs> get, get, get. Mm. Love dares you is not about do, 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 get, get, get. Love dares you is about you have, have, have. Now step out. Mm. And it's being confident about the fact I already have. I already have. My goodness me, I already have. Yeah. Lights already, that I already have. Remember there's a guy who, I don't know his name, but caught hold of this idea that, that a light shine because your light's done. Caught hold of the idea that, that, that his light's already, that, that God's already poured light into him, that he can move, that, that he's got everything he needs to step out. And he really caught hold of it and he started going and praying for the sick, because that's what he really felt he wanted to do as a demonstration of this. Pray for the first guy to get well, um, and I can massively relate to this. Pray for the first guy to get well, nothing happened at all. Pray for members of the family to get well, nothing happened at all kept doing it because you really believe God arise shine because your, your light is coming it's already come I can, I can step out and do this pray for people again and again and again pray for a thousand people a thousand people that one person getting made well and then suddenly something happened now I'm not saying a thousand people and that's the magic point in it's going what I'm saying is sometimes stuff doesn't instantly change and I don't know why mm-hmm. but I love the, the, the thing that that guy had caught because it was like Arise, shine, your light's already come. I already have. Because you caught the fact that I have. And those circumstances don't look like they're changing, but I've caught the fact that I have. That God's given me already. That it's there already. That it's present in you right now. And therefore, I'm going to keep going and keep going because I've caught that. And that is more reality to me than anything I see around me. And there's points, I'm sure, when you've worked with the one that I'm not doing this anymore. i enough because I certainly would, okay? Um, there's nothing like it, is there? Like, like for me, I know that, like Zachary and Levi, Zachary's had a terrible cough for about three months. Yeah. A- and it is a challenge to me to not give up in praying for him mm-hmm. and praying for the other people to get well when he is sick. Mm-hmm. Because in the accusation, well, Zachary's sick. Mm-hmm. Why is Zachary not well? Mm-hmm. But the point being, that's when I focus on what I lack. Mm-hmm. That's when I focus on what I don't have. Mm-hmm. Because that's fear going, oh, look, that's not working. You have no right to pray for someone when your son is sick. You have no right to pray for someone when you're sick. That's fear going, look, you have no right to do this. You have no right to do this. But Jesus is going, no, no, you have. Your eyes shine because your light's come. You have, you have. You have what is needed in circumstances. The Jesus talks about the disciples when he fed the 4,000 with. Um, seven loaves and he fed the five thousand with five loaves and had seven loaves left over and fed four thousand people and twelve basketballs so twelve seven basketballs left over when he fed the four thousand and the twelve basketballs left over when he fed the five thousand. So the idea we had more left over from less when he fed more people. And he said to the disciples, why do you reason based on what you do not have? The usual challenge to me this year is that why are you reasoning based on what you lack? Why are you reasoning based on what in front of you seems like you do not have? And for me, for me it sounds like, okay, because that's fear. Fear makes me constantly think, that you don't have it, Steve. You haven't got enough. Mm. You're not the one to do this. You, it shouldn't be you. It should be somebody else. You, you cannot step out in that situation. You'll look stupid. That's what fear does. But love goes. Jesus goes. You've got it already. 
Don't reason based on what you don't have. Don't, don't let your thinking be limited by what you lack. Jesus fed 5,000 people and had 12 bucks of left over from one boy's lunch. Because that one boy went, this is what I've got. It ain't a lot. This is what I've got and you can have it. And the challenge for me this year is that that boy gave what he had. Because he had a had mentality. He got a, I, I, I have this. And stepped out anyway. For me, that's what I want my mentality to be. And that's what I want to be as a church. That look, let's step out knowing, arise, shine, stand up and do something. Because it's already come. Because you've already got it. And I believe that I can do that. That's what dares me to do that. You'll see things happen. Some things won't. That's what we prophesy and do. But some things won't go the way we expect them to be. And it's about in those things going, okay, that didn't work out the way I thought it was going to do. But I'm going to get up and go again. I'm going to get up and go again. Not because then I get identity, or then I get love, or then I get praise, or then I get kind of everything sorted out, but because I've just caught something that will love in the Father's heart of God that goes, I just want to step out again. And I will sit with you, person, in the dirt for as long as it takes. No matter whether it makes me look stupid, frustrating or not, I'll stay in that place. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, last scripture, I'm going to finish. We'll just go to Matthew 5. Lord dares you. Matthew 5, verse 14. Okay, Matthew 5, verse 14 says this. Famous passage of scripture. You are, this is Jesus talking, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket or bushel, but on a lampstand that it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. That again is an encapsulation of love dare Jesus is not saying you will be the light of the world. He's not saying eventually you will be the light of the world. He's not saying do this and then you'll be the light of the world. He's saying, look, you are. Yeah. You are. You are the light of the world. Therefore, the issue is not becoming the light. The issue is not, I've got to attain to become this thing. The issue is not getting. The issue is the realization that I have, I am the light of the world. It's already there. Therefore, his, his challenge, his dare, is saying, don't hide under a basket. Because that word bushel, that word basket, literally means something that hides your abilities. His challenge is, look, don't hide. You are the light of the world. Don't hide. Let people see your good works. Let them shine there. Step out and do. Look, dare you. Jesus is dare saying, look, you're the light of the world. Now go and just shine. I dare you to go and shine. I dare you to step out. I dare you to do that thing that says, okay. That's a challenge, but we'll step out and do it anyway. And not be limited by the fact, God, I can't do that. I can't do that. that that's beyond me. I, I don't have what it takes to do that. Because Jesus is saying, you do. You're light. Yeah. I've already made you who you need to be. I've already given you what you need to have. I've already bestowed upon you everything that's required. And there may be circumstances that scream, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you're not. You're no good. You're rubbish. You're worthless. You can't do that. This you can do, but that you can't do. But Jesus is going, look, you're light. You are light. Mm-hmm. The light's already there. I've already given you everything you need. Now go and shine. 
go and shine, step out and do something, take those, that bush or take that stuff that limits and restricts our, and the biggest limitation, the biggest restriction is fear in whatever way it may appear. Because fear goes, you can't do that. You're not good enough to do that. That won't happen. Jesus said, look, you don't hide. Listen to his language, you don't hide. For me, personally, the points in my 2016 where I got, I know I hid. Mm. And to so many people, they go, like, but I know I did. Because of fear. Because I'm anxious if I step out in that, or if I put my head above the parapet, if I do something, what will it make me look like? Or what will happen? What if it doesn't work? Mm. What if it doesn't work? I'm going to look like a right idiot. Um, yeah. But I know I hid. And I hid, sometimes in plain sight. It doesn't look like I'm hiding, but I'm hiding. Because I know internally I'm hiding. And I'm, and I'm restricting who I know God's called me to be. And I know I'm doing that. And I can feel it. And that's what he's challenging. saying, look, you don't hide. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You don't light a lamp and put it under a hat. Okay? You don't hide it. But you put it on a lampstand. Hill and lampstand are things that are up. Things that can be seen. And God's challenge to us this year. And that's not, he's not talking about this kind of like where one has to look at attention seeking. That's not what he means. What he's trying to get across is the fact, look, step out and do stuff because I want people to see it. I dare you. I dare you to step out. The environments that are away from your hiding place, away from your comfort zone, away from the place where you feel I can just be here and I'm quite okay here. I feel quite safe here, mm. quite comfortable here. So look, I'm your safety. I'm your comfort. I am the one who brings you that sense of satisfaction and peace. Therefore, you don't need to be in a circumstance to have that. I can bring that to you wherever you are. Therefore, step out. I dare you to step out. And the challenge is this, and this is what we're going through. And I know this will make me, more than anything, probably feel more uncomfortable. But it will be a challenge, okay? Look there, you, it's about this. It's about stepping out of the it's about the realisation that he has given us everything we need for life and goodness. He's given us everything. And it's about stepping out of that comfort zone. And it could be anything. And what we're going to do is that, is that each week, starting in two weeks' time, we're going to have someone share, and they're going to share on something that for them might be their basket, their hat, their thing that, that stops them from stepping out, their thing that makes them hide. Um, for me, it, it has been disappointment. Disappointment makes me hard. I've had different disappointments and I then just retreat back to that. I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I can't face another disappointment. I can't do that. Um, and then it's lack. That, that mentality has been actually I have. No matter what that disappointment is, I'm going to keep going. And yeah, that's a disappointment. We'll keep going. But the point being that, that we'll share something on that. And it will be different for different people. And the challenge is this. They're going to have that. Someone's going to share. And then there's going to be a challenge set for the week. And the challenge is going to be that each of us do something that dares us. Each of us step out and do something. That could be completely different. And there's no question. And what I'm not talking about is that we all need to go and lead someone to Christ each week. Okay? Not that kind of classic kind of thing. Everyone will go and share the gospel with everyone they meet and whatever. But that, that's not what I mean. What I mean is that all of us know that thing that's just outside our comfort zone. That thing that just says, actually, I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. For me, it would be different to you, and it would be different to every single other person. But the point is this: it's not about 
I did that, look how good I am, or you didn't do that, look how bad you are. It's about, as a community, we kind of challenge and encourage each other to shine, because by doing that, we are demonstrating who we really are. We're demonstrating who he's called to be, and it'd be a safe place to come and talk and discuss about that. So there will be someone sharing, but then there'll be a chance to share and discuss, and look, I tried to do this, and it completely went belly up and didn't work at all, okay? And that being fine. Well, I did this, and this happened, and that, that being great as well. Mm-hmm. But the point being that it's something that we celebrate. And what we're going to do is we're going to have kind of a, a notice board where, where we kind of celebrate the things where we've stepped out, not the things where it went to success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. But the points where we stepped out. Because if we do win the place on success, and I'm not up there, yeah. I'm like, oh, great, that's fantastic, isn't it? And, okay, and, it's, and slowly, fear comes in and says, look, you can't, they can, you can't. Mm-hmm. But what it's going to be based on is actually, didn't we need to just step out? This week, I, I did this, and we'll pin that up and say, look at what we're doing. Mm. And that being the case, and that being the case, that's what it's about. It's not about results. It's mm. not about those things in that sense. It's about the fact that we, we are faithful to what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus didn't say, well, we're a result-based person. Okay? He said, well, we're going to be faithful. I.e., the person who saw what God called them to do and just did it. And that's what we're going to celebrate, and that's what we're going to do. We're not doing that next week. I want to talk a little bit more about it from the week after. And we're going to do that for a few weeks. And this series won't go on for the whole year, but for this, the concept will go on for the whole year. Mm. The motto will go on for the whole year. That it's about love dares you, because we are going to stand in the face of fear, like Neville Longbottom, and say, no matter what, it may fail, but we're going to stand here anyway, mm-hmm. because we've caught something. We've seen something that arise, shine, get up and do something because it's already come. Mm-hmm. And my prayer and my prayer for you is that we capture that. That he comes and almost like he comes and almost just like lifts the veil. Goodness me, that's what I've had all along. That's what's mm-hmm. been there all along. I didn't even realise it. I've had those mm-hmm. tools, I've had that resource, I've had that ability the entire time. I didn't even know about it. Mm. That that's almost what's going to happen in the next few weeks and months. When we step out, suddenly see, goodness, I didn't even know I could do that. Mm. I didn't even know that, that could happen like that. I didn't even know I was brave enough to do that. That's phenomenal. It's like a revealing of what what's been the truth all along. What's been the truth all along? This is perhaps my favourite. another film if I can find it anyone seen Coach Carter yeah it's not actually it's, uh, should be fair this is not from Coach Carter it's quoted from Coach Carter it's not found origins of Coach Carter okay um, there's this our deepest fear is not that we are we are inadequate mm-hmm. our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our light shine, this is the most powerful part, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. 
That is what we're going to do this year. That last line, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give permission to other people to do the same. Yeah. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That it's, it is about what we do, but it's about what the impact it has on society and yeah. the people around us. Yeah. To Jesus, thank you for daring us. Thank you for not just daring us, but for giving us everything we need to step out and do that dare. Mm. That I just ask the Holy Spirit that you would give each of us that revealing of what you've already invested in us. That as we sleep, as we study, as we read, as we watch, as we talk, as we discuss, that there'd just be a revealing of what you've already placed on the inside of us. That we're revealing the fact you've made us light. Mm. You've given us an identity. You've filled us with love. Mm. That, that there'll be a revealing of those things in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. Have a fabulous week. <coughs> and you. let your light shine. Thank you, Steve. Thank you.